you're about to enter Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, please search for us on iTunes. Uh, look at Nowhere, California, all one word. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Nowhere, California. Please hit like. And as always, we are very hungry for your feedback. So if you have any requests or anything like that, please send your love, your hate, or your apathy to Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Welcome to the SoundCloud exclusive of reissue of episode four of Nowhere, California. This is Josh. This is Phil. And I think we're getting old. Really? Yeah. As you're probably wondering, this is new audio for the reissues if you're listening to the other reissues as that audio is kind of old. This is new audio because um, how the hell did we forget to do reissue of episode four? Well, uh, I don't know. You do the editing. Oh, you, you, you have your feet in this water too, sir. I, I may have my feet in the water, but it's not my fault you don't know how to count. Well, you know... I, I, I thought you knew something I didn't, so I just went, oh, cool, reaction number five. I well, mean, I, I just go with the flow, dude. Yeah, you don't ask questions. You just... No, I don't. I'm just like, I'm, I, I figure there's a method to it. I don't know. Maybe you were pissed off at Doug. I didn't know. No. <laughs> No, don't even think about that. No, um, no, I didn't think. But, I, I, you know, I know we were having, like, you were giving me some grief about us not matching numbers on reissues at the time. I was giving you grief on Yeah, numbers. you're like, like how did, how are we on reissue episode one for episode two? Oh, right, right, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know what, to just cut the argument short, let's go ahead and just flip a coin. Either heads, we make it, we just make it sound good, and that we um, this is a SoundCloud exclusive, and we re re-record our opener to this and make it a SoundCloud exclusive. Or tails, we own up to my stupidity. All right, flipping the coin now. Heads, awesome. All right, fine. Heads, it is, and I get to save face one more time. Anyways, here is uh, our guest from this episode that's going to introduce this episode. Of Nowhere, California. It's his first sit-in, and it's our debut of the love theme to Nowhere, California, written by Marshall Jones. So, honestly, you know what? Bill hasn't said a damn thing, and I'm going to shut up and throw it to Doug. And I'm so glad I had my two-headed quarter today. Chicken shit. Hey, Nowhere listeners. It is I, Doug, with your introduction to the reissue of Episode 4, the premiere of me... That's right, this is my premiere episode. Um, due to technical errors by the Code Monkeys, uh, this issue was never reissued, so to speak. I uh, don't know what happened, I guess we skipped over it. Uh, I don't know why, in my opinion, it's one of the best episodes of the show. Um, but, why have you guys here listening to this? I want to talk about, you know, pretty much what the, what the past was and what we where we are now. And, it's amazing for me to go back and hear these episodes, you know, from, you know, three years ago where, you know, it was just all of us experimenting and it was really awesome for Josh and Phil to allow me to come on the show, uh, especially so early on and so much in its infancy. Um, and it was really nice for them to give me this outlet because why I want to get serious for a moment. Um, the version of me you hear on the show is, it's me, but it's, it's, it's a character of myself turned up to 11. Um, I do look up to a lot of comedians that will push the boundaries and push the limits and will say things that aren't considered politically correct or politically normal or things like that to try to, to gauge and garner a reaction. And, and I don't get to say or do those things in real life. Um, and this show allows me to do that, allows me to push my own limits internally to turn that character up to 11 and play around with it. And 
uh, it's because of the show that I've gotten to do it, and I just, you know, all seriousness, I want to thank Josh and Phil and you guys for allowing me to play around in this world, and, you know, I cannot express my my pride enough in these guys for keeping these going. So sit back and listen, you know, but but really I want to I want you guys going into this episode to know that there is just one person I really want to thank. And well, it's fucking me cuz without, you know, I really like to think that you know, I just know that I am I am the in, the invisible backbone of the show. While I'm not in every episode, you know, I'm really kind of the glue that holds the show together. So take a listen to, to the episode that sort of just launched nowhere into a new universe of just awesomeness and amazingness and, and, and this, this person that just sort of brought a touch of class while touching ass to the show. This is Phil. And this is Josh. And welcome to Nowhere, California. Where you probably are sitting there wondering what that music was you were hearing before this. And you're probably wondering the same thing about the music you heard on episode three. Which, right now, you're in for a treat. Because you're going to hear the song in its entirety. This song is Nowhere, California, written by Marshall Johnson. He's the guy that works in the meat department in the Target I do. And he so graciously made this song and basically gave it to us. Like we said before with Bianca, she brought us to a little bit more professionalism. With this song, Marshall took us to another level. So, please, sit back and enjoy this wonderful song, our theme for Nowhere, California.
Nowhere California by Marshall Johnson. Thank you again, sir. Yes. So it's fucking awesome. What the hell? Well, what, what? What? Oh, God. What? Oh, I, I do believe some introductions are in order here, Josh, so yeah. please take the floor. Yeah, it'll be more of a verbal introduction because the listeners are probably like, uh, is that Josh's voice is being thrown or what? Oh, no. they just thought your balls dropped. Oh. So. <laughs> There's going to be more time to abuse me during the show, so let's just get uh, the introduction rolling. All right. Doug, my good friend Doug. Hello. Tell the people about yourself. So, like Josh said, I'm a good friend of Josh's. We've been friends for almost 10 years now, and, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here on Nowhere, California. Um, I, myself, am an amateur filmmaker. That's one of the things that brought Josh and I together as friends was our mutual love of film, and I am looking very much forward to meeting you guys today. I haven't met anybody in the audience but my audience on my personal blog so it's nice to meet a new audience nice pretty faces subtle boobs <laughs> tight asses and a couple balls and, and, and what, what is that blog again the blog is called rambling through a different lens you can find it on youtube if you just type just search rambling through different lens i'm up there with my ugly mug and crazy discolored hair sometimes but i'm there <laughs> we're about 22 episodes in it's just me kind of bumbling my way around hollywood so being i lived out there for a while i kind of so sorry to start showing off from my perspective because I see the world differently than a lot of other people, and now I'm presenting the world my way. Uh, it's great to have you on board, it's great sir. To be Thank here, guys. you. Thank you. And I guess uh, the best way to get you involved in this is not get your feet in the water. We're going to throw your ass in there. That's fine. yeah, yeah. Balls yeah. deep. Yes. Awesome. Well, I would like to start off the show with a little thing, <clears throat> a little game show. I like to call. What the fuck was Josh doing when he was texting under the influence? If you can't tell, I, I've recently been to Vegas. Yes, yes, <laughs> he always That does. usually brings this upon the world. Yeah. <laughs> if any children are born in the next nine months from Vegas, they might be a little Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> little Gilmore. <laughs> Is there any other kind? And it's not the one in your pants. So, <laughs> so yeah. First cock joke of the night. Yeah. Now, from what I've heard... He drunk texts you too. He did drunk text me. I did get. A, I got a lot more drunken calls than drunken texts. But I, I am. I am of the vein of Josh. Drunken Josh texts. I get those a lot. But and it. I also do it to him as well. We tend to drunk text each other a lot. It's fun. It's like a. We're like exes who just get drunk and text each other all the time. But yes, he is known to drunk text me. Josh, you asshole! <laughs> you said I was the only one. Bitch whore. Sorry. All right. Now that I've gotten that off my chest. Hey, at least you don't have to. Game show, and now you both can just gang up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not exciting. Yeah, good, good. Now I could just drop the CP voice because it was killing me anyway. And uh, let's see, what do I got here? Oh, where is that first one? Okay, the first one I got for the night. It just got started. He was just starting. You know, you know, they build up. Mm -hmm. So, first thing he says, I am buzzing, and I look damn good. I got that same one. (laughs) Mine, mine was followed up by a photo. Oh, really? Did you did you get? You know, I don't have a photo with this one. Okay. Basically, like let's let's imagine Josh. Okay. 
Looking good. Josh was looking good. Josh was looking good. Okay. Nice, nice it button. Sure. It can happen. It was, okay. it was looking good. Okay. Standing in front of a mirror. Okay. Very MySpace pick. <laughs> just aimed at the mirror and kind of trying to do some half-assed cheesy smile. And he's like, click. Ah, I do look fucking good. <laughs> All right, done. How do I look? Setting that one right there. Took the words out of my mouth. I was looking damn good. He was. He was looking damn good. Oh, God, that's perfect. <laughs> yes, I got. I did get the buzzing and looking good text as well. <laughs> so, so actually, now this is more going to just be comparing notes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love this. It's a note comparison. I got oh, When yeah. I got my first drunken call, I, mm-hmm. I immediately, I answer the phone and I get, what are you wearing? <laughs> to which I reply, a parrot-shaped thong. <laughs> well, that's my usual go-to question for anybody. Is just, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? It could be none. What are so you wearing? I was wearing much of what I'm wearing right now, which is jeans and a like a long sleeve shirt. But I decided to go with the parrot-shaped thong, kind of, kind of, see where I could take young Joshua, see if how far we could go with this. <laughs> Why do I have a feeling you've called your mother and asked the same question? She doesn't like taking calls from me. <laughs> There's a reason why. Mama Gilmore, please just accept him for who he is. Yes, yes. He's a good boy. He's a good good boy. (laughs) My mom has already told me whenever the hell I actually move out, it won't be the Sunday calls. It'll be a Sunday text, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) A a, a Sunday email. (laughs) A Sunday smoke signal. (laughs) Yeah. Mom. (laughs) I'm safe. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, she she mentioned something about uh, wherever I'm at. A Sunday swimming tires and a brick with a nut through the window. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Doug. Let me know if you received this one, okay? okay? It was followed up three minutes later by Yes, yes, sir, I do me. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get that one. I didn't get that one. What I got was I said I oh how did I I don't remember. See, Basically see, though, yeah, I love this. You, you only get the doing. Oh, I know what you're doing. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Oh, to paraphrase, I said, you know, that, oh, I said, you know, that's good, you know, going with confidence. And Josh was like, even sober, I would do me. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Which is good, going with confidence. Even sober, I'd fuck me. <laughs> well, which is it today? Left hand, right hand? I don't know. Hmm, I feel like classy today. I should go left hand with the pinky. Yes. <laughs> Pamela Henderson. <laughs> oh, there's a preacher around. Stranger, numb it up. Uh, no, the on your mattress. Yeah, Eskimo stranger. The freezer, hand in the freezer is the Eskimo stranger. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Going nasty tonight. You had sex with an Inuit. <laughs> stranger in the bathtub. <laughs> okay, it's a little variation on the the second one, but it's like this. Come on, Phil, you fucker. You know you'd do me. <laughs> Because I warned him I wasn't going to do that. Yeah, he wants some responsibility. Well, I gave him a fair warning before I yes. even started drinking. I was like, well, I'm going to get drinking. You, you need to respond or I'm gonna, it, my texts are going to get heated. All right. All right. How about this one? Car bomb number one and Jason is talking up an old dude. Okay. I was actually pretty sober at that point. All right. Okay. I think I got that same one. Oh, yeah. I... Old dude. Yes, I did. I did give the old dude one. Oh, these, like, these are not texts anymore. These are chain letters. <laughs> if you don't send this to 15 people, I will come and fuck your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows they would do me. <laughs> right through the skull holes. Do me, do me, do me. Send, send it to 20 people. They need to know Jason's talking to an old man. Yeah. Okay, I want to I know. Actually, okay. I would want to ask you about that when I responded, but I kind of oh, figured yeah. car bomb one in your system. You probably already had another dream before then. You probably might mm-hmm. another car bomb away from just being... 
Right. It took me oh, a yeah. while to release. Which is good, your tolerance is building up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Tolerance. The last trip to Vegas, I was doing absinthe. He did. <laughs> he did. Okay, he so did. explain to me the old dude thing. Like, mm-hmm. was he having fun, like, trying to get something out of the guy or just having fun <laughs> talking to him? We were just yeah. having fun talking to him. Okay, so he's like they're on a plane together, sort of. Yeah, that's yeah. Jason for you. He yeah. didn't talk yeah. to anybody. We yeah. get in the night fine. We head up to get the car bomb. We take the car bomb. There's an old dude sitting there at the bar eating baked macaroni and cheese. And, <laughs> and that's Jason, the only thing I eat with my alcohol. Jason <laughs> just starts talking them up. I'm just standing there with my drink going, what the hell? I have a funny I have a funny story that kind of resembles that. Oh, um, yeah, let's go ahead. Shoot. A couple of friends of mine and I went um, a couple months into film school. This was, uh, I think it was around March Madness time. Um, we decided to do what's called the crawl. I don't know if you, it's a bar oh, crawl. crawl. Yeah, yeah. So bar we started crawl. at, we started at um, Dylan's, which is an Irish pub at the corner of Hollywood and Vine. We started there, had the drink, had the beers and shots, and had some food. And we all get a little buzzed. And so we start doing the crawl. And side note, we went to the Scientology Test Center, but that's a whole other story. After we went there, we went to this bar called Tequila, which is on Hollywood Boulevard. And we're in there, and I normally start my nights with shots of 151. That's how I start my drinking nights. Yo, man. I, 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 ba- I back to back them. Two shots of 151 starts my night. So I'm in there. I had my 151 shots already from, the, from when we first started. Now I'm a little drunk going in with this guy. And there's these Australian guys in there talking up with everybody. This dude just walks up, goes up and goes like, hey, man, how you doing? I was like, I'm drunk. How are you? I see him talking to this guy for five minutes about, I don't even fucking wallabies. I don't know what we're talking to this guy about fucking dingoes. Somehow he's like, did the dingo eat your baby? Then two more, two more 151 shots end up in front of us. I didn't order them. Turns out he was like 151. So I did. And he goes, okay, you got the next one, right? I guess, two more 151 shots. So in a span of about half an hour, mm-hmm. I had done four 151 shots. Oh my God. With this some random Australian guy who after he took his last shot was like, all right, mate, I'll see you later. And just starts walking out. I'm like, you're leaving me here. Is it like, what the fuck just happened? This is how you sit gout in Australia. <laughs> did, did I just get alcohol raped by an Australian? No, I don't know. Like, kind, of, like, kind of face fucked me with alcohol. Right? Like, he literally just like 151 right there. And then he left. Not a phone number, not anything. Like... I, I felt like I a was drunken, co- I felt like a drunken <laughs> sorority girl, man. Oh, man. Face fucked and left. Oh. Oh. He didn't even say you love me. Make me pancake. That was such a yes. I don't. I might have gotten an ass grab out of that. I don't know. Like four, fifty, four, one fifty one shots in. I might have gotten you, an ass grab. You're probably grabbing your own ass. That might have been a Scientology guy grabbing my ass. I don't know. Who hasn't played a little bit of grab ass? Kidding me? I've grabbed my ass four times since I've been here. Oh, oh sorry about that. <laughs> okay, so what's the next one? The next one is okay. Oh, okay. I love this one. I chewed too loud for boobies. I guess. <laughs> I, I, we talked about that one. Well, yeah. Let's follow that up with the next one. Oh, the next one? Okay, the next one is, uh, da, 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 motherfucker, da, da, da. If you uh, don't have it, I know what he said, because he, he told me this over the phone. Let's see, I think I, I think it's in here somewhere, da, da, da. Okay, well, um, well, uh, if you if you have it, go ahead and say it. He said he was gonna rip an usher a new asshole. On the yeah, there it is. I'm so excited because when he told me that, 
I'm gonna rip an usher new ass on the on the show. I was like, I'm gonna be there. But I got all psyched out on the edge of my seat, okay. just like I am now. Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. It says, I'm going to rip this motherfucker a new asshole. And, oh, you were talking about an usher? Yes. Oh thank God, I thought you were talking about me. What was funny? Oh, I I know. That's why I thought you were pissed. <laughs> oh, you, you dodged this bull. Not this motherfucker. Okay. Me and Jason, we went to the Fantasy Topless show. Awesome show. Mm-hmm. Topless. Yeah, topless. Can't yeah. argue. But we're sitting there, we're cheering, we're having a good time and everything. And then the, the comic guy gets on stage. Basically, he's the boner breaker. <laughs> and he, he's doing, he's funny doing everything. So I'm cheering for him and everything. All of a sudden, this usher leans over to me and goes, Sir, you need to keep it down. And I'm like, I'm sorry, are you laughing at comedy? <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'm, huh? Well, yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking the entire rest of the time, enjoy the show. But I'm like, why crawl up this motherfucker's ass? Well, it's funny you think about it. It's like reverse heckling. You know, right. Because normally they tell, like, dude, you got to you gotta shut up, stop yelling at the town, stop calling him an asshole. And not, not only that, he said, no, you have to just stop laughing at funny stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wasn't, I wasn't really laughing. It was more cheering for the guy. Yeah. Because yeah. I was good. I was drunk. Oh, man. I was yeah, I mean, really blitzed. <laughs> and then the rest of the time, I'm just sitting there listening to this crap. The rest of the show, I'm going... Huh. Okay. And I was looking over at the exit. Usher was long gone. So <laughs> he knew he was totally out of the right. He's like now. watching his watch. He's like, all right, show's over. Yeah, too so many people. I need to pull out of here. How dare you have a good time? I must take my brick. <laughs> I mean, that was the whole thing, too. Afterwards, Jason, Jason was lit. He was like, I want to find this fucker. <laughs> well, Jason always gets drunk before you. Yeah, but no, no, he's, he's always. Well, he was pissed. You. He was pissed. Oh, okay. That's that's what I meant by. Oh, he, he was, was lit. He was lit. Okay. Yeah, oh, he was lit. He was wanting to find this usher and give him freaking. And I was just like, you no, know fuck him. He's not worth it. The only thing I would have really done, if I would have saw him after the show, walked up to him and was I quiet enough? <laughs> Did I get yeah. the movie? See, what's <laughs> funny is I would I would have just walked up his face, got like right to his nose, and I'd be like. <laughs> Straight face. <laughs> oh, held that for two seconds, then walked away. <laughs> oh, I would have been telling him, like, do, do you want me to sit through another show? I'll, I'll be more than happy to sit through another show. I'll be nice and quiet. Okay, you won't even know I'm here. Yeah, I'll just enjoy the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's even funnier, because I would assume ta- I would assume ushers at Fancy Tellers, I'd be like, sir, sir, can you please stop jerking off? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He could have been a primary hermit. See, nobody's probably telling you. He was probably not telling you to keep down your laughter. He's probably telling you to just keep down your boner. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. But then that's even worse. Now he's looking around for boners. He's like, boners. He's like, all right, okay. You know what? That's not a job I want. <laughs> Boner patrol. Oh, dude, hand job's still a job, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the whole thing too. I was, like I said, I was cheering. I wasn't exactly being rude or anything. I wasn't telling the comic on stage like, bring back the tits. <laughs> well, I want to see some badge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like my fourth grade teacher. This he was a Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mr. Kearns? Oh my god! I'm sorry. It's funny because transvestitism is funny. <laughs> now I got one last one here. It's not really that funny, but maybe, you know, like I said, I still want to know exactly what you're doing. So all it says is all the staff at Blondie's are awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that's all it says. And then, oh, 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 there's, there's a picture with this. You didn't look at the picture? Uh, no, I didn't. Usually the, the text just comes in, and I guess, uh, I don't know, my, my, my phone's like retarded. So oh. then it goes, oh, wait, picture. <laughs> so, oh, tits. Yeah. Okay, so here you go. Did you see this, did you see this one? 
Yes, I did see this one. I thought when I saw, when I actually saw this one, I thought it was ironic that she's not a blonde. Yeah, <laughs> blonde. But the quick story on that one, okay. which kind of I could throw another part into it. Uh, Jason wanted to take a nap in Vegas. Right. Such a powerhouse. Yes. <laughs> I'm in Vegas. I'm drinking. I need to take a nap. Yeah. I need to lie down. So I decided, screw it. I'm going to run around. I made myself a drink in the room. We brought mm-hmm. two suitcases full of alcohol. It was it would put Hunter S. Thompson to shame. Is it like, who are you, Hunter S. Thompson? We put him to shame. Um, not really, because he had drugs and shit. We, it, if we had kept <laughs> his briefcase, it would been like, uh, you can find this <laughs> in the morgue. But got the drink head down. There was some TV testings going on for different shows. Yeah. I did the last time I was in Vegas. It was a dumbass reality show. Right. And it was the same crap. Nice. <laughs> this yeah. one was about moonshiners. <laughs> oh, shit. God. At least this time I got paid. Okay, and so the auditioning for Moonshiners and No, Vegas? no, it was a test, test, test screening for the episode. Oh, test oh, 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 okay. Basically, I sat there and was like, this show is shit. Ah, <laughs> nice. Latest yeah. show Hollywood. Yeah. Mm, stick it. As soon as I noticed it was a reality show, I was like, damn it. <laughs> I hate reality. I watch TV to escape reality. Yeah, exactly. Although, I will say this. If you want to feel about, better about yourself as a human being, if you're ever feeling down or low, or if your day at work hasn't gone well, Watch Jersey Shore. <laughs> really? Okay, so I'm gonna go off on the. I want to go with the picture thing real yeah. quick. Um, mm-hmm. I did get said picture uh-huh. as well. I got another photo. Oh. The problem was this photo came at a really inappropriate time. Oh, I, I wasn't like having sex or anything. Oh, okay, I was gonna say well, exactly. Yeah. I was. I've been trying to coordinate a meeting with this actress uh-huh. for a couple days, and we finally, I finally coordinated this meeting with this actress. Is gonna be in my short film coming up. And we're at a norms together because she has. To, we had to go there before her shift, and uh, we're we're both taking things on our phone. Right. And for some reason, on my old phone, all of Josh's messages showed up as a picture. Oh. And I don't know why. So right. I see. Well, it shows up as a blank, which meant there was a photo, but then it shows text later. Oh god. So I see the blank thing. And, okay, there's a there's there's just a text, and then I see. A picture is worth a thousand words. We have a 20 second gap before the photo is about to show up. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my god, don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be balls, please. Oh, jeez. Oh my god, Josh is so drunk, he put his camera in his pants. <laughs> oh, no. Then I get something that looks like a dick. <laughs> oh, no. Josh had sent me a pink's hot dog. <laughs> Which, in of itself, is cool. I like pinks. He likes pinks. Who doesn't like it's pinks? Awesome food. It's awesome, right? It's great food. But then I went, well, that was very anticlimactic. <laughs> oh, but then I was like, he did send me a dick. It's just on the hot dog bun. So it was just funny because I was like, I was just thinking to myself, oh, God, don't be dick and balls because I'm going to laugh. Oh, and I have this actress in front of me. I look at my phone and start laughing. It's just going to be horrible. Oh, oh I'm glad you... You know, I'm glad you explained what that was because I got the same picture and I'm like, what the fuck is that? A cheesesteak? I mean, I, I couldn't tell what it was. It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a Pink's hot dog. Okay, yeah, it was good food. It was good food. But I can spot a Pink's hot dog from a mile away. She is <laughs> <laughs> delicious. I have been bought one of them. Pink's hot dog, yeah. the Brea Boulevard, Hollywood. Check it out. Yes. But before we move on, now I I do have to uh, let this be known. Okay. So PSA time. Okay. Kids, <laughs> this is your friendly uh, computer voice, Josh. When you go to a bartender anywhere, even in Vegas, don't tell him to be abusive with the Jaeger, because he will be. <laughs> and now you know, and no one's half the battle. G.I. Joe! 
Well, I should thank you guys for that little uh, backup course. You're welcome, sir. Oh, I was always looking for an opportunity to do that. I've been trying to do the GI Joe quote for 26 years. Oh, my God. It's yes. accomplished. Yay! I gave, you a, I gave you a reason. Yes. So I guess now since uh, we just uh, stumbled through some of my uh, recent drunken stories. Right. We might as well go into a story which I wasn't drunk and I should have been drunk as hell. <laughs> uh -oh. The okay. time I met Dave Attell and actually... Oh, oh partied with him afterwards. Wait, 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 Josh. You met Dave Attell and you and partied with him and did not get shit-faced? I was drinking water. What, what? in the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Well, let me tell you the story and then that <laughs> may explain my drinking now. Oh, uh, okay, I gotta hear this. Here we go. Okay, so basically it was me uh, and Jason and two girls he went with to Hollywood and checked out uh, the Laugh Factory, David Tell was playing a lot of oh, yeah. oh, yeah. stuff were playing. It was Jay Davis hosting. Yeah, it's, then, his, it's his club. Jay yeah. Davis was Laugh Factory. Yeah, and then um, we got an email after we got the tickets saying, there's going to be an after party. So we're like, fuck it. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> yeah. So we get there, we're hanging out, and we're just kind of standing around watching the party go by and everything. We're just like, so when are they going to realize we don't belong in here? <laughs> <laughs> so we, eventually we're ending up out on the porch and everything because the girls were with some smoke and everything so we're just having a good time all of a sudden David Tell walks by and we're just like holy hell <laughs> he gets inside we're hanging out and everything the girl I'm with is like oh I love David Tell so much he's my freebie and I'm just like really? <laughs> oh my god Wow. <laughs> so, three um, standards? He, he, he's funny. <laughs> like, he makes me laugh. It's like the number one thing for a relationship, apparently. So, apparently, he's solid for her. Yeah. I get yeah. up. I'm, I'm telling the girl I'm there with, I'm like, I'm going to tell him you said that. And she's like, God, no, 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 no. I get up. I go over to him. And I'm sober as hell. So, I'm just like, okay, this is what's going on. My friend just told me this. Feel free to do whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> not not raper, <laughs> but but you're a freebie, so you don't have to. She's willing to get up right, 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 exactly. So he comes out, he he sends a drink out to her, but they were kind of uh, it was intercepted by two skanks. Oh, my oh nice. Yeah. So he comes. So they out, got the roofies. Yeah. <laughs> but he comes out to check and see if she got the drink, and she's like, "What drink?" And the <laughs> girls that got it were kind of still chilling with us, and they're like, and they're kind of like, "What?" And he's like. I bought the drink for my friend here, and he's kind of waving over to my friend, and she's kind of like, Ooh. <laughs> and so we're just kind of just chilling there and everything, and suddenly my friend's like, you want something to drink? I'm like, no, I'll take a water. I, I wasn't really, I was just enjoying the fact we were there doing this. Right, right. I'll have a water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold that thought. Okay. Did you have to check your balls for that water? <laughs> when I got the, when the bottle of water actually got out there, they brought me out like a glass cylinder with water in it. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, so you got like smart water. It wasn't even smart. It was like it was a guy trying to think is he's like tap shh. Get us that pussy out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you fucking lightweight. <laughs> it might have been smart water, but honestly it looked like douche water. <laughs> Which are basically the same thing. <laughs> exactly. Oh god. And we're sitting there and I'm like looking at this like I'm not opening this shit. <laughs> in that meantime Dave is sitting with us. Oh no. Oh my. And then he suddenly asks, so who who brought the sex toy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, I have no clue. <laughs> so that that's my story of me and David Tell. And I could kind of fill you in on my drinking habits of a late because <laughs> let's just put it this way. If I do get the opportunity to drink with the Tell again, I'm gonna be ready. 
<laughs> so you never know when you're going to run into a tell. So you're constantly in a state of inebriation. This, this, this is my Olympics. Josh, I feel like I'm I will. Fine. I will do this for both. I will do this for both of these, Mr. David Tell. If you're ever listening to this, please one day find my friend Josh and take him out of his drunken insanity. <laughs> please for the children. The children. Yeah, <laughs> so they don't have to get the text anymore. Right. <laughs> Josh, I feel I have a whole new understanding for you, and I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, what's your story, jackass? <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, I wish it could be that exciting because um, most probably everybody has this story. My first uh, professional gig <clears throat> as an actor was as an extra as Jarhead, right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but that's no big thing. Uh, half the high desert was an extra with. Yeah, just like so, yeah. They'll have to Jarhead. They'll have to Valkyrie. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, hey, we need some war guys. Just you know, get over here, buzz your head, and boom, we're we're off. <laughs> But um, in, during the scene, when we were filming uh, the scene where Chris Cooper comes out and goes, man, I just felt my dick move, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I could be seeing in that scene, by the way, in the Hits. upper right-hand corner. Hits. 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 Yes. Shameless <laughs> plug! Um, anyway, um, I'm not too far from Jake Gyllenhaal. We were in the same uh, row, and this is while we were not filming. Everybody was just kind of getting themselves situated, and I guess uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, he was uh, going over lines with uh, you know his, uh, <clears throat> his fellow uh, cast members. And I'm just looking over at him. <clears throat> now, this is the first celebrity I've ever seen up close. Um, so I'm like, uh, so I just kind of stared at it. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's bubble boy. Yeah, I'm like, how did the bubble boy get out of his bubble? It was kind of surreal. I'm just like, huh. And then he turns his head over, and he and I actually make eye contact. Oh God, that's more hard. Yeah, and he kind of, he kind of raises his brow a bit and raises his hand and kind of waves at me a little. I was like, why the fuck is this guy staring at me? And I go, oh my God. <laughs> He, uh, he does not understand why I'm staring at him. I thought he was on the TV. <laughs> You're like, why aren't you changing? Yeah, yeah exactly. Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forward, I got to fast forward. This is awkward. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, no, oh, my God. <laughs> why, uh, yeah, why, why am I watching the Jake Gyllenhaal movie? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I am in a movie. Oh, my God. But that's that's my that's my story there. Didn't exactly get to meet him, but like I said, we made eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I doubt he even thinks that about me at all. I was like, God, I remember how to do a journey. Well, he, he lays awake at night going, Why was that guy staring at me? And he just come up and talk to me. He says his therapist I was going, Look, everyone ever talks to me. This guy is so cool. He didn't have to talk to me. Why did he talk to me? Please tell me why. I'm paying you four thousand dollars more. You're doing nothing. He was my soulmate, and we walked out. I knew this was it. I knew he was the one. We had a moment. We had a moment and he's gone. And I, I went through all the extras casting. I looked at him. I looked for guy in top right corner. Guy in top right corner. He's uncredited. Son of a bitch. That guy in TV is useless. You guys suck. Okay, so I have a story as well. Mm. I'm not as awkwardly stocky as Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, right. I am so sorry about that. I do believe I know this one because I was the awkward one in this he one. He was really? Wait, I gotta hear this. Okay. See, this is what's great about this thing. is like, your guys' right. two awkward stories make my story just seem like I'm epically cool. But meanwhile, my heart, the whole entire time I was doing this was like... You're just 100% badass. I'm badass. just like, maintain, dude. Maintain. <laughs> okay, so... I do believe you're wearing dark pants that day, too. Oh, God bless you. God bless dark pants. You may urinate in them. No one will ever know. <laughs> So anyways, um, Josh came out to visit me out in Hollywood um, uh-huh. in August, too. We were going to see a, uh, 
a special showing of Kevin Smith's new movie, Red State. Right. Um, and when Josh and I, when we used to go to Hollywood by ourselves, we would go to Amoeba. And this being another time we're Hollywood together, even though I live there, we had to go to Amoeba. So we're up in the DVD section, and I see none other than Eli Roth, who for us is a pinnacle of awesomeness. Right, right. right. I, Eli Roth is a, one of the reasons I went into Hollywood. His horror movies made me want to make horror movies. He's an inspiration. He's man. an inspiration to me. Like, Bear Jew. Exactly. He knows him as Bear Jew. Well, I mean, he knows a lot of other stuff as well. Yes. But so I, I beeline to Josh, and I'm like, Josh, just relax for a second, but that's Eli Roth, dude. <laughs> and we see him, and immediately Josh blocks. Just... And, uh, and he, I'm from Asperia. And he goes and he's like, yeah, what do we do? What do we do? And I'm like, well, do you want to go talk to him? <coughs> he's like, yeah, but do, what do I do? do? Should I go? Should I go? Should I? I was like, thinking in my head, what, do you want me to motherfucking double dare you? <laughs> I triple double dare you to go talk to you. At the same point, I was fanboying out, but I've oh, yeah. also been that I've been out there for a while. I've seen a lot of celebrities. I don't approach them because there's a matter of maintaining the composure that you have to have. Also, the other thing yeah. too is I don't ever want to work with one of these people on a set one day and then go, "You were that fucking creepy guy." Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding up a light like, "Yeah, that was me." It's like a sitcom in the making. That's gonna happen in my next job. I can just see that now. I can see Joe Hoff like, "He's back! Oh my God, he's back! He's back in my corner is here!" Did you remember that, bro? Yeah, well, look, I haven't done it except for you. Yeah. So, anyways, so I so I tell Josh, I was like, okay, like, go over there, dude. I'll come. I'll be up. I'll be behind you. Like, I'll 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 be back here for more support. Like, go he, he basically he's gonna be my security route out just in case if I like lick his face or something. Yeah, I'm, like, like, Josh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He just escaped from the institution. Yeah. I apologize. Please don't call the police. Okay. So so right. we go up there and Josh approaches them and I wasn't close enough to really hear the conversation, but. I can kind of read. I fanboyed out. I can read awkward. Uh -huh. um, somewhere in the conversation, Josh had mentioned that he was <laughs> with Mr. Roth, and he tells him, "No, I'm shopping. I'll get you on my way out." Josh says, "Cool," and walks away. Mm -hmm. We walk away, and we go just go through the rest of the store, waiting for Eli Roth to to leave. Unstalkerly. Yeah, I'm not going. Are you done yet? We go. <laughs> <laughs> we, Josh puts as much distance between Eli Roth and himself as possible. If Eli Roth was in one corner, Josh is on the other side of the corner. <laughs> I'm just going to make it weirder. Basically, basically, if you already did. If, if, I didn't want to make it weirder. Okay. If Eli Roth was a city in Florida, Josh is stuck in traffic in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Josh is. Like, it, there was two, two sides of that coin. I was either on the other side of the room or, like, yeah. Are you done yet, sir? It's polar opposites. Right exactly. Down, yeah. So we're, 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 you know, spelunking is the word that came out of my mouth. Spelunking is like Amoeba. We're, we're, we're going around Amoeba. We've separated again at this point. I'm in the horror section. We're in the A's going through, and we have a horror, and we have a horror remake, and we have a horror 2, and we have a horror 2 remake. Um, sure enough, up in the horror section comes Eli Roth. He's in my personal space now. He's come to me. Oh. I cannot pass this up. Oh, God. So I say, no, I don't leave my spot. I lock my hand up internally. I say, you know, Mr. Roth, you know, I just want to say I'm a big fan. I'm sorry to bother you, but I just want to let you know I'm a big fan, and your your work has inspired my work, and you're one of the reasons I went to film school. And he goes, man, so that doesn't bother me. He's like, if you want some of your fan, that doesn't bother me. But that fucker in the back. <laughs> that guy, he, he's kind of bothering me a little. You're a creepy friend, however. <laughs> he needs fucking help. So just take this really long story short, because we ended up talking for about a half an hour. Right. Basically, we went through the whole entire horror section together, and he showed me movies that I should watch that helped influence my work. It also influenced his. He talked to me about schools, telling me the kind of friends I should make, like the people who I should film with, how I should shoot my own student film that I'm going to be shooting here in 10 days. 
how I should do that, how long it should be, what I should do with it for jobs. And then, you know, proceeded to, you know, wish me luck that he, one day he would like to work with me on a set someday or whatever. And then we got our photo with him after that, and then he disappeared. Into the night. Into the night. <laughs> he disappeared <laughs> in the lip He left 20s on the table like a, like, like a hooker. Oh, my God. That's just awesome. Okay, so I got another one for you, All guys. Right. Um, and this, this one, I, I, will, I, will, I will give Josh a little credence with this one. He was a lot more calm with this one. He, he maintained a little bit with this one. In my defense with the Eli Roth one, I just got off the road. That's so. true. So you're wound pretty tight. And the drive the drive from here, Hesperia, to L.A. is a pretty bitch of a drive. Oh, so God. I don't do that. Yeah. So, anyway, and, and Eli, too, is also, like, what, almost like 10 o'clock or something like that? Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this morning we had gone to Jay Leno for Kevin Smith's little interview with Jay Leno about Clerks 2. We're wearing our movie shirts. We had we had bought costumes. Josh wearing a movie shirt. I was wearing full full Randall gear. I had yeah. the hat, the the Captain Danger shirt, the Ranger Danger shirt, Ranger Danger. Yeah. So we were we were sitting out there, and whenever anybody, I don't know if most of you listeners have gone to Jay Leno, but there's a one drive lane for everybody, crew, talent, celebrities, anybody, anybody. The guy freaking dunks the trash. Janitor, yes. Everybody's going in at the same driveway. So eBay people know that this is where Martha Stewart or Paul Abdul or fucking mm-hmm. Top is coming out of. <laughs> this is the <laughs> place for the eBayers to dry hump the hell out of the car yeah. oh, okay. to get the signatures to sell on there. So me and Josh have <laughs> dealt with these people before, so we've got a lot of our celebrity signatures through this driveway. Right. And so as we're walking, we're ready, we're prepared, we're, yeah, like, we're, we're getting we're, Kevin Smith's autograph. We're ready for battle, basically. <laughs> like, we, we paint our faces up like fucking Braveheart. <laughs> I, <laughs> Imaginary. Imagine yeah. we didn't actually do that. No blue, no blue anything. Was and you didn't move anybody, right? Didn't move anybody. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't flash our genitals at all. <laughs> well, I flash mine, but I do that all. That was for different reasons. Yeah. Anyways, he showed so, his. The other guy showed his first, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> he started it. That's yours. This is mine. <laughs> Hey, where's he go? <laughs> <laughs> so we're expecting a battle with these eBay people, and, okay. and it's desolate. there's no one. It's desolate. It looks like the opening of Mallrats. Oh my god! god. There's no one. We're standing there like, wow, this is different. <laughs> but then what that ended up doing is it caused a weird sort of like ripple effect in our brains. Like, did we miss them, or are we weird for being the only people standing here and wearing costume in the last? Like, it got really awkward for a little while. <laughs> then finally, um, he rolls out. Yeah. And he's driving a Cadillac Escalade. Yeah. And we see it's him because it's Kevin Kim Smith. Smith. <laughs> you can kind of identify a big fat dude in a jersey. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and he sees us and he points at us and then pulls over. Well, no. First he, he pointed at us. Kind oh, of waved so us no, he waved at us first to kind of go over, but then he kind of went, hold on a second. Go yeah, around the corner. Go around the road. Yeah. So. I thought you pull over first in no, the driveway and then pull over. He kind of started to wave out. <laughs> right. He was like, hold on a sec, meet me around there. And he, he parks in a red zone of all things, too. Okay. And so he, and he gets out of his car. And that freaking, our minds just went, oh! Brains explode all over the western section again. Yeah. You know, but it, it gets out of his car and proceeds to not only just, like, talk to us, but actually, like, carry on conversation yeah. with us. For about 35 minutes. Yeah. Oh signs stuff for him, signs stuff for me. We take pictures with him. His picture turned out, a picture of his turned out a lot better than the picture of mine because Jock's a shaky bastard when he takes photos. Yeah. <laughs> but I did make up for that at Red you State. Did. You did make up for that at Red State. That's yes, I did. Very well. uh, so I do have a Kevin Smith photo that looks really good. Um, he signed, and I, I had this habit when I would go to Jay Leno. Jay Leno has these signs hanging below the camera, and what it is is he has the names of all his guests on there. 
Um, I believe they are called cue cards. Cue cards. Oh. Okay. Off, right? <laughs> 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 um, so he has these cue cards hanging below the cameras, and I was in the name of the guests. Well, it's on these little, like, index cards. Not little, but they're, you know. Just a yeah, size poster board. Size poster board. And the back side's always blank. Mm -hmm. So I was always taking them off the camera on the way out. So I have this collection of them, and I had Kevin Smith sign mine. And it says, Doug, I fucking heart you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> so... Uh. Right. I did, forget what mine. I forgot what mine wrote, yeah, said. But he did. He he was really nice. And he, after about thirty-five minutes, he said, "You know, guys, I he's like, I would love to stay in checks. I'd love to talk to my fans, but I got to get home to the wife." Yeah. Mm -hmm. And oh, wow. it was great. And yeah. he was all personable and just awesome. very laid back. The, honestly, any type of thing I work on, if I can be even the ounce of talent mm -hmm. that he has, like gallons of, mm -hmm. I've accomplished something. Well, you guys are doing really well with this. I appreciate that. Thank you. So, yeah. Uh, I just love the down to earth artists. It's yeah. it's, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> down to down to earth people really make it worth it, especially like when you've been like sitting in a line or you've been like you've you've had you've you've been building this up in your head for to be so long, and then you have that oh, yeah. spaz out moment for a second. And you're like, what do I do? And then they turn to down to earth. It helps bring you back. It brings you back to reality. It does. And so the down to earth people are really awesome. Oh, exactly. Um, and I I, I I think this uh, story is uh, no different um, <clears throat> as far as down to earth people go, oh. and uh, also. Um, this is this is a really big fanboy story for me. I got <clears throat> a chance, uh, you know, I looked up on uh, crystalheadvodka.com and found out that uh, Dan Nowhere California Podcast is not sponsored by Crystal Head Vodka. Nope, it is yeah. not. It is yeah. not. <laughs> it's yeah. good shit, though. Yeah. Goes down smooth. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, um, I found, uh, I knew it was being endorsed by uh, Dan Aykroyd. So this is the epitome of a fanboy moment for you. Pretty, uh, pretty much. This is not um, um, uh, meeting just a celebrity. This is meeting the celebrity. Your celebrity. Yes, exactly. The father of my franchise. The you know. museum of your bedroom. Yeah, pretty much, yes. Without so him, he'd have posters of motorcycles on the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd be a gearhead. Who wants to be that? So <laughs> what I did, uh, I, I found out that he was going to be in the area uh, you know, as, as close as I could get. Um, I drove down with my mom and my sister to, to, to a state of brothers in Temecula where he was doing a vodka signing. So uh, I was there waiting in line, and, you know, I thought I would feel out of place if I showed up in full regalia, dressed up like a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Well, silly me. That'd be the security I, button. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't dress up, and well, I was surrounded by people that were. If they weren't, they were just. Oh. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, wow, gee, I, dude, Jamaica's not that far from here. I was just driven home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Call to me up. Bring the kit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was standing there going, you know, I came not wanting to be out of place, and well, I fucking am. <laughs> so, grab the kid. Yeah, so I'm like, shit, shit, shit. But anywho, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to let that bother me. So I'm just waiting in line, and well, I brought with me my 12-inch race dance figure. I figured, you know, what the hell. I drove all the way down here. girls have had 12 inches of race dance in them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how lucky. Okay, so, you know, you've got your man crush, I've got mine. So, <laughs> oh, God, what I couldn't get for... Anyway, I, I brought... I brought the, okay, but, I'm so sorry, uh, but I brought it for him to sign, right? Um, so I finally uh, get the opportunity to meet him. Hey, stop that. My dog is playing here. So... <laughs> Let me see if I can't send her out. At a point. Got so, got so excited about the 12-inch of racing hands. Yeah, I started squeezing myself. So there's... 
Whenever Phil gets an erection, he squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know from personal experience. That's, that's yeah, gold. I think I want to keep that. He must come from clown people. <laughs> <laughs> This time, ah. and it cut my cheek. So <laughs> it, was, it was captured in a hostel at Ringling Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so you're right. 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 You're Trying to keep composure, I'm just standing here, you know, I'm watching him sign all these bottles because my mom uh, said, well, okay, let's buy two cases. So they said, hey, Dan, they're buying two cases. So he sticks his hands in the little patch of ice that he has around him. He's like, ah, like that. Because gotta warm up for this. Uh, yeah, because he knows he's got he's to do his little, some shit. Yeah, he's got to do his quick little signature on every single one. And he signed every single bottle. Um, so anyway, as he was doing that, I figured, well, he's signing the bottles. Maybe he doesn't want to sign this, right? So I'm just standing there watching him do it and just going, enjoying, going, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm meeting the man himself. Then he looks up at me and he goes, uh, would, would, would you like me to sign that, sir? And I go, uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be righteous, yeah. <laughs> so I just, I, I hand it to him. I mean, that's, what would you say, right? Yeah. So I'm just no. like, trying to keep my, uh, you know, my composure here. So I hand him, I hand him the, the doll to sign in its package. Now, he doesn't just up and sign this sucker. He holds it up to his face, and he starts pawing at my doll. <laughs> I mean, he's starting to do, uh, he takes his he, glasses He, he paws at your 12-incher? Yeah, he paused at my 12-incher. Yeah. He pawed at it a long time. <laughs> Longer than I'd like. I feel like you were in court right there. He pawed at my doll. <laughs> he, he Show us on the doll where he touched you, young man. <laughs> there are so many sexual innuendos in this whole entire thing. I, I don't know. It in, must in, be the hour. In, in the Ghostbusters or this show in general? Uh, it, no, well, in this show, of course. Innuendo in her window. But. <laughs> you know, I'm just an easy target. That's all it is. Okay. And it's going to get worse. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep your comp composure, Doug. Maintain. Yeah, maintain. 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 That's what I'm trying to do is maintain and the thing is he's he's looking at it and now look he's got his hands all over this thing and I'm not about to say dude stop fucking doing that you're getting fingerprints all over it because it's fucking Dan Aykroyd what am I going to say so I'm just kind of standing there speechless and what would you have done if he had opened it oh god that's why I draw the wall a mix of me going you mother thank you <laughs> you mother was a great woman yeah well, like, oh, you've made it more collectible can you can you can you pee on it now isn't that how you met your girlfriend Oh oh, 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 You cheeky bass, you dick. <laughs> you know what, I'm, 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 I'm going to be the bigger man and walk away here. I am going to so get you in episode five, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, episode five, it's on, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, audience, if a fight happens, I will totally commentate on yeah. like an old-timey boxer. He's got him in the corner now. Yeah, episode five, I'm going to have my girlfriend kick your ass. So, anywho, because I'm a non-violent person. So, <laughs> so uh, back back to his pawing on your nose. Yeah, he's, he's yeah he's pawing on my nose. So <laughs> he's he's pawing it and he he goes. Um, so uh, how long have you had this one? And I'm still somewhat frozen. So I go uh, uh, August, I think, <laughs> something like that. He goes, well, that's pretty neat, like that. So I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, is this the first time he's seen this thing? I mean, I, I thought it was great. So then he signs it, he sets it down. And, you know, I slowly grab my toy, and uh, uh, he just uh, 
uh, my sister. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All I was thinking was, with Sully grabs my toys, that sounds like some sort of like female hustler version of a story. And then I slowly grabbed my toys. I feel the vibrations of the batteries. It sounds like one of those real hot novels, doesn't it? Fabio on the cover. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Wait. Oh, they can see me. Let me make love to go. My audience can see me. Reminder, for any of the visual jokes that are on this podcast, feel free to check out Rambling Through the Lens. Absolutely. There will be the visual jokes. Yes, wonderful show. And uh, I'm going to put my own there. I would like to... Touch your 12-inch figure. <laughs> so, anyway. You're saying that a little too close to me. Uh, that's payback. That's part one of payback. But Cough. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I get it back, and uh, I'm still speechless, and my sister, God bless her, she opens up her mouth and goes, and points at me, and goes, he has loved you since 1984. And I'm standing here going. <laughs> Mike Mom said the same thing. Born in 1984. Gotta love it. Anyways, continue. No so. problem. So uh, he goes, oh well, and he he, he t reaches his hand out, he shakes mine, he goes, well, we're working on that third movie for you, and I'm like, <laughs> for those who cannot see, Phil just passed out. Yeah, it, it exploded his load in my general direction, actually. Yes, I did. And that's for both you guys. Welcome to nowhere, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You just had your cherry popped. So, anyway, I think that's as close as I've come. No, no. Actually, I did. I, I think I blew my load in a non-sexual manner. Doug has always pointed me in the right direction when it comes to underrated movies. Uh huh. So let's hear one from you. Okay. Um, my underrated movie. I watched this movie about a week and a half ago. I watched this movie. I watched the movie at least once a month. Yeah. Um, it's a movie called Stay. Oh, um, it stars Ewan McGregor, Ryan Gosling, and Naomi Watts. And what it is is oh, nice um, Ryan Gosling is sent to, or Ewan McGregor covers some cases for a psychiatrist friend of his, so he takes on Ryan Gosling's case, and Ryan Gosling like starts predicting some things that happen in the future, things in Ewan McGregor's life start getting really weird and crazy. He's seeing things. His name, he starts getting called by Ryan Gosling's name, <coughs> and Ryan Gosling is like threatening to kill himself through the whole movie on uh, Saturday at midnight on his 21st birthday. And so part of the movie is also Ian McGregor trying to save Ryan Gosling's life. Um, and then he, Ryan Gosling's all been having, having these weird flashbacks to this moment that's never happened before. Um, I don't really want to spoil the movie, but um, right. the cast is also really good. Bob Hoskins is also in it as well. Oh, I love Bob Hoskins. It's, and he, it's great. He plays actually, he's an old psychiatrist who's blind. Um, and I, I, I will I will give like one scene away because um, mm -hmm. it's one of the best scenes of Ryan Gosling I've ever seen. Um, Bob Hoskins and Ian McGregor are playing chess, mm -hmm. and they're talking about how Ian McGregor is going to propose to Naomi Watts. And in walks uh, Ryan Gosling, and Ryan Gosling just starts like saying like What are you doing here? What are you doing? He's talking to Bob Hoskins, and Bob Hoskins like We're playing chess. He goes, But I put you, you're dead. I put you in the ground. And he starts confusing with his father. And so they're talking about, you know, they, the, Bob Hoskins leaves, and Hugh McGregor and Ryan Gosling are talking, and he's like, you know, it's not your father. And he goes, he's all, you know, it's him. I've known him for years. He's not your father. And he's like, I thought your father was dead. And the line that Ryan Gosling says that is really, he says it with like, he's kind of like trying not to cry at the same time. He says, he is dead, but he's walking through your front door. Oh, my God. Craziest movie. I highly recommend it. It's a great movie. That's um, do not be on any sort of substance. <laughs> are in a really bad emotional place when you watch it. Don't be sad. 
when you watch this movie. Yeah, you know, it's very powerful, and I wouldn't expect any less from Bob Hoskins. Oh, yeah. you know, I or Ewan McGregor. Yeah, it's a wonderful cast, and you know, not too long ago, um, you know, back when they had the, uh, the Inside the Actors Studio, yeah. they had an interview with Bob Hoskins, and everybody has asked him this question. Fuck. What? What's wrong? I love that damn show, and I can't believe I missed the one with Bob Hoskins. Oh, God, yeah, they did. You too. Mother. They're all over yeah, they're, yeah, they're all YouTube, YouTube. But it's great. I love this, because he says, um, uh, they, they, they ask him this, like, Mr. Hopkins, you know, you've, you've accomplished so much in your life. Um, is there anything uh, in your career that you regret? <laughs> and he says the same thing every time. He says just one thing. He only regrets one thing. And he goes... Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I would regret that one, too. Yes. Super Mario Brothers. It's the one. <laughs> That's the one video game movie I'd love to see in the redo, just to at least do it right. Yeah, just to, just to throw on Super Mario Brothers for a second, I really want to plug this on the show, because oh, I really sure. a lot of your fan base will enjoy this. G4 oh, yeah. TV teamed up with Joe Lynch, the uh, director of Wrong Turn 2 and 3. He's a horror filmmaker. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, they got together for Epic Epictober. Yes. They did three video game short films. They did one called Cart Driver. Oh, I just saw that. Oh, my God. It's actually show. It's fully released on our site. It's about eight minutes long. The trailer alone makes you just run for it. It throws back to the original Mario with Donkey Kong and Penelope and all that. It's really good. I highly recommend checking out. They also did one for Duck Hunt where the dog that comes up and laughs after you miss is actually a killer dog. And then they did one for Angry Birds that just got released on the day of the recording of this podcast. Um, it got released today. It's called the, um, the Birds of Angry. <laughs> so I haven't watched that one yet. I watched the other two, but you know, I, I highly recommend checking out Car Driver. You guys, it seems like right up your guys' alley. Uh, that's me. Uh, thank you, Doug. Life just keeps getting better and better. <laughs> that was awesome. Car Driver is amazing. <laughs> awesome. I'm across a movie I haven't watched in a long time. It's one of my underrated uh, favorites. Oh, um, uh, ben Stiller, Maria Bello, even like Elizabeth Hurley. Owen Wilson. It's a really good cast, so but it's such an underrated movie. Permanent Midnight. Permanent okay. Midnight. Yeah, it's uh, the movie that's based on the book of the biography of Jerry Stahl. Basically, he was a TV oh. writer and everything, and he got he, he had a heroin habit. Because mm. those follow mm. Hollywood a lot. Yeah. yeah, right. But it was such a good movie, and I love Ben Stiller. I love all the cast and everything. I know Ben Stiller has done shit. Mm. Right. Look at Tower Heist. <laughs> right, right, right. Or Meet the Fockers 17. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. How many still fucking movies are they going to make? They're want to do another one. Oh, God. Uh, me. Fuck me. Fuck. fuck me up the asshole. But okay, the, it, the book probably could not have been made. You mean it just basically shows more It range, goes with the story. More range? Yeah, it shows Vince Thor in a whole new light. And the, there's one part of the movie I wish they would have followed with the book. What's that? The scene where Ben Stiller is... In the bathroom at the studio. Spoiler alert! Yep, spoiler alert. Yeah. Sh okay, shooting up <clears throat> on the set of a TV show he's working on. Basically, it's Alf. Oh, yes. Oh, but, man. Uh, but for the movie, I don't think they could have got the clearance. Yeah. Oh gosh. Because then the puppet they have for their show is scratching at the door, trying to get in, and he's in the bathroom, blitzed out of his mind. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh no! That would have been funny. When I read the book. <laughs> it's exact same thing happened, but it was Alf. Flat <laughs> out, <laughs> <laughs> Alf was trying to get in there and kill me. <laughs> I would kiss the like, Hey, get your ass out of here! We need to talk. I'm gonna eat your motherfucking cat. <laughs> yeah. So 
Okay, but I would love to see that scene. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> but like I said, it's such an underrated movie where you watch Ben Stiller fucking things over left and right, <laughs> and then this freaking Tower Heist movie that's coming out, which. It was funny as hell that the studio actually thought they could get people to pay sixty fucking dollars yeah, okay. at home to watch it. Oh my god! Yeah. The theater should never have gotten pissed off. No, they should have just sat there and laughed. It was like, let's watch this train wreck. I can enjoy the ride. Awesome. Okay. Now you guys are going to hate me because okay. maybe I don't know the definition of underrated, but you know what? I don't care. I still stick by this. Anyway, the underrated film that I have chosen. Is Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? <laughs> All right, I knew it. All right, now I know exactly what you guys are thinking from your reactions. Okay, Phil, how the fuck can a movie that made over a two million dollar profit be underrated? Well. It's really because of all the negative things that have been said about the film. You raped my childhood. Hey, I know, they're raping them, they're raping them. Just call me Butters, okay? <laughs> Listen to this. People say things like, oh, it didn't feel like an Indiana Jones movie. Oh, Shia Bus sucks. Now, don't get me wrong, I actually agree with that last statement, but I, I have no problem with Shia LaBeouf as a person or an actor. I'm actually happy the guy has a career. Um, yes. Stevens. Yes, exactly. Yes. Now, look, he is probably the worst part of this film and definitely the worst part of Transformers, but I'm getting off topic. Um, my question is, what is the thing or things that made long fans of the beloved franchise cringe? Uh, was it the fact that our suspension of disbelief was shattered in the first 25 minutes uh, when, you know, Indy, yeah, yes, the Internet meme was created? You know, when Indy hid in the refrigerator and survived a nuclear blast? Or was it simply because the movie had aliens in it? I mean, now look, the rating on IMDb was a 6.4, which isn't the worst rating I've ever seen. I mean, it's, that's either you love it or hate it. Um, but for something that has Indiana Jones in the title, you would expect a little more. Now, I'm not saying that the way, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I'm not here to tell anyone how they feel about the film is wrong. I'm just hoping to understand why this film is ridiculed and hated by fans and casual viewers alike. So now that I've said this, I'm, I, I, I now know that at least one of you has a difference of opinion. Uh, perhaps you can help shed light on what's been stumping me since 2008. I will say this. Okay. Huge fan of Indiana Jones. Right. I actually like King of the Crystal Skull uh -huh. as a separate movie. Oh, a separate movie. If you remove it being, not not just for Indiana Jones, but if you just look at it as its own standalone movie, as if we watch this alone without watching the other Indiana Jones movies. Right. It's actually a decent movie. Here's where my beef with the movie comes. Okay. Indiana Jones is way too old to be pulling out how the stuff he does. All oh. I expect is da-da-da-da-da! broke it! I love it! Well, don't forget, in the Last Crusade, though, huh? he drank from the Holy Grail. The Holy However, Grail. if you remember correctly, the, 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 the Crusade Knight says that once you leave this, once you leave the room, the effect, the effect falls off. Okay, oh! You me on that one, then. Oh, my God! A hole in the logic. I like it. Which really makes me wonder why the whole, the water that he brought to his dad still worked. Right! Because, <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh! We just fucked up the third one! Oh, no! Oh, no! I feel like there's a sniper lying on my head right now from a fan <laughs> somewhere going, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, well, there's always going to take it off, boy. <laughs> yeah, more Lucas, probably, but also, too, mm -hmm. it's kind of, I think, the kind of the hatred with it, though, too, falls with Lucas, where everybody's like, oh, God, he did this to my childhood, and then it mm -hmm. also falls along with Star Wars and everything. 
but just recently there was a documentary at least George Lucas versus the people, if I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Lucas. You had it. You were just dyslexic yeah. with it. Well, I am dyslexic. So, um, but I, th- I recently read a review on it and everything, too, where it explains it so better really? than anything else how it's that love-hate with George Lucas. So better. Right. What? So better? So better, yes. So much better. So much better. So much better. There you go. Yeah, there you go. You don't have to censor words like much, man. Yeah. We can say fuck shit, cocksucker, motherfucker. I'm, I can, hey, you don't have to censor much. Much is against my religion. Fart, twin, twat. <laughs> so, turn it out now. Yes, exactly. It explains it a lot better. Yeah. It explains it a lot better. Basically, the hatred towards Lucas is him changing everything. Mm-hmm. Right. But also, too, he created it. He loves it. He just wants to make it as best as possible. Right. As fans, we do have that right to be like, you motherfucker. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> think, it. I don't think George ever does int- anything intentionally just to fuck our eyeballs yeah, or yeah. anything. Like, George yeah. Lucas don't, does what he wants wait, to wait, do. Wait, wait, wait. He did probably one thing to fuck with our eyeballs. Which one's that? Jar Jar. Oh, jeez. Jar Jar didn't fuck with my eyeballs. Jar Jar fucked with my sanity. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Misa, Misa, you fuck you. Here's what I think about Jar Jar. Here's what I think Jar Jar was created. George Lucas wanted some comic relief. George Lucas likes dick and fart jokes. <laughs> so he did the closest thing to a dick and fart joke he could do. He made a walking, talking he dick and fart joke. He made a walking, talking dick and fart joke. The thing steps in shit, for God's sakes. Oh, my God. That's why, that's why, I, think George, that's why I think George would trade Jar Jar's, because he's actually a slap... George Lucas probably loves slapstick dick and ball comedies. Okay. But he can't put slapsticky dick and balls... Well, he could do slapstick with the battle droids and the, and the pit droids. All right. He has slapsticks with those guys. Mm-hmm. So he got his slapstick in the best way he knows how. That he, now he got his dick and fart joke with Jar Jar. <laughs> All it is is just George Lucas doesn't know comedy. Okay. Well, then we got explanations on those. Yeah. Explain the kid. Oh, the kid? In the first one. Anakin? Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Do you want me to explain seriously or jokingly? Because <laughs> here's, here's exactly Pick what we're doing. Pick exactly, your poison, okay. yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will admit, Anakin Skywalker, when he was a child, was very annoying. But what you have is the polar opposite of Darth Vader. A happy, bumbling... Innocent uh, kid. Innocent, right. ambitious kid who uh-huh. thinks the world is puppy dogs and rainbows and... And until he gets and, fucked over by the dark side. And then he <laughs> becomes the antithesis of that where he's the most evil, disgruntled, bitter as fuck, chop your balls off with a lightsaber, <laughs> force choke you to death. Yeah. So it's the two polar extremes. Two, two, so two, two, what two. happens is when he finally comes back to the light side, it's the equal balance. Ah. Uh, I, I always say it's people are like, oh my god, Anakin wasn't the balance of the force, it was Luke. Luke was balance of force. No, it wasn't. No. Yeah, it, it was. Anakin still was the balance of the force. Balance is two extremes met in the middle. So while the while the Jedi were running the universe and everything was happy, go lucky rainbows, the Sith were stewing there. Yeah. Their balance was off. Then Sith took over. Boom. Jedi's are now stewing, waiting. Then with Vader transition back to the, to the light side, it equaled the both out. He brought balance to the Force. Boom! Like a boss. You know what? You've you've actually made clear an entire thing of silly prequels and all that stuff. And it's a shame, you know. You know, a lot of people say, you know, it's the journey that matters. I'm like, yeah, but this journey fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, you you came to a perfect point there. I love that. And honestly, with that point, I don't see any other point to take. But take this to the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that being said, it is time for our silly little game. But before the silly game, we've got to give oh, absolutely. Words do. Thank you so much, Doug, for coming on the show. Doug, Doug Ford, and thank you guys for also being on my blog as this has been being recorded. Give another plug. Give another plug. Okay, yes, rambling through a different lens on YouTube. Otherwise, you can go to youtube.com/slash/pilotdarko. 
Uh, all my videos are up there. Um, I actually just got the announcement. I told these guys before I'll go in. YouTube has actually asked me to become part of YouTube Partners. So I've, I'm officially a YouTuber now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. Along, along with my own short film channel where I put up all my work that I've been doing through school and outside of school, that is youtube.com slash ambition lost pictures. Um, that's where I'll be premiering a lot of my short films and my web series as they come out. And that one has also been asked to be part of the YouTube Partners as well. So either youtube.com slash Darko or youtube.com slash ambition lost pictures. That's where you can find me. Check him out. You'll be happy you did. Fuck yes. So once again, thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Mike, for being here, too. Thank you. Definitely. For putting up with our stuff. You're awesome. Putting up with this bullshit. So, Bill, you know where to take this. All right. Uh, that being said, it is time for our silly game. Dude, stupid. It's a stupid game. I'm sorry. Stupid. Stupid game. You're so stupid. Yeah, so stupid. So stupid. So stupid. You, you, you can't polish up this, or you got to call it stupid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. With our stupid game, we decided to uh, touch on the Westboro Baptist Church. We touched on them last month, and well... I'm not touching Westboro Baptist Church. Well, you know... i to touch them with a stolen dick. You know, guys, come on, let's be honest. It having to do with religion, I think they could use a little more touching. ba dum bum ding <laughs> Alter boy, alter. Okay. Too, so too, a, too soon for a, a priest joke, really? <laughs> oh, oh shit! Is that, that, I'm sorry. is that just is that just in bad taste? I'm sorry. I've heard them all. Okay, but anyway, it is. We decided to go with messages left on the Westboro Baptist Church answering machine. I don't think they have an answering machine. We just tried them for like a minute and a half. Are guys. you fucking like they, serious? We just tried. Like we sat there for a minute and a half, just letting it ring. Oh my and god. Ring. Yeah. And ring. I would have taken just steady breathing into the phone and that ring. I just would have like went to right and just go. I would have taken that. Exactly. But, but, no, we couldn't get a voicemail. So this is probably why they don't but have a voicemail. However, yes. however. Oh yes, oh, please. Audience, if you would ever like to on your free time, mm -hmm. try. Westboro Baptist Church. They are in Topeka, Kansas at 3701 Southwest 12th Street. Their phone number is area code 75-273-0325. I repeat, 75-273-0325. Don't tell them who sent you. Just tell them, no, no, nobody sent you. Yeah. <laughs> tell them God sent you. <laughs> and if you, uh, when you get a hold of them, please tell them for me. Go fuck yourself. So with that, here's part of the reason why they don't have a voicemail. So mm -hmm. we'll let the guests go first. Yes, please. Take your time. So Westboro Baptist Church stands. Oh, Westboro Baptist Church. Hi, um, do you guys do house calls? Because I have a couple fags hanging out in my neighborhood. All they keep doing is mowing their lawn in skimpy underwear. Just keep wearing mesh-colored shirts. I keep hearing <laughs> coming from the house. Well, sir, I mean that doesn't really constitute a gay person. Have you seen anything else? Well, no, but I just assume if I hear, if I see all those things, I assume the person is gay. You guys make house calls. Okay. Well, this is Joe's balls are pouring. Uh, can I talk to Fred Phelps, please? Oh, okay, okay. Um, stop yelling, sir. Stop. Calm down. Okay. Uh, your special order for the new balls for all your men in your group. Um, your special order. I'm not sure we can fill that. Uh, we don't really have any balls the size of rice. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is God. Please stop telling people what I like and don't like. You don't fucking know me. I like that God says fucking. God's down there. God's down. He's like, <laughs> fucking tell him. Yes, he's 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 down to earth, even though he's up out of earth. <laughs> so. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hi. 
Hi, this is Ira Goldstein. I'm calling in regards to God. Um, that defamation of character letter that I sent you several months ago, it was also a cease and desist letter. So you might change in the name of your site. The God hates bags thing really pissing him off. He, 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 he's dropping F-bombs, and oh, you're probably wondering, yes, um, I am Jewish. <laughs> Hi, this is Planned Parenthood calling from Megan Phelps. So we'd just like to reschedule your appointment for your abortion. If you could please just give us a call back at 555 motion. <laughs> That's a good one. Good time. This is hello. Um, I like Stuto in uh, uh, Blue Nanomus. Ah, I'm fucking with you. This is Satan. Um, I, I like doing that whenever Hitler's getting raped by whorehounds. I usually do that and then I get him raped again. <laughs> Silly fucker. Well, um, I'm calling regards uh, to that special place everybody keeps on telling you you guys are going down here. Uh, I made a deal with the mayor of New Jersey. I'm, I'm getting the cast of the Jersey Shore here. You guys are going to Jersey. I just love Snooki. She reminds me of the Obulumba. <laughs> hey, 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 yo. This is the situation. I've heard... I've, I, I, I've heard that I've just been lost my place. Look at the situation here. What is the situation? What is wrong with the situation? I'll tell you what's wrong with the situation. The situation is not where it wants to be. I'm fucking suing you. It's a bad situation. <laughs> oh yes, hello there. This is Paula Flannery from the X Church of Boston. Yes, I just want to let you guys know I gave up my priesthood once I found out fellow clergy that didn't like myself were touching little boys' balls. The thing is, though, is those guys were men of God, and they were touching boys' balls. So tell me, they're little fags. So if you guys can explain to me how you guys justify God hating fags, but then you guys keep clergymen in there like me. Who touched boys' balls? I'd greatly love to talk to you guys. If you guys don't mind calling me back, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Hello, this is Sean Connery. I just want to let you know I look forward to picketing at your funerals. Goodbye. Hi, it's me again. I. Come on, you doing? Yes, hi, my name's Mr. Johnson. Apparently my brother has been calling you guys nonstop, not telling you guys what's going on. Look, he's sitting in his bedroom. I just thought I'd take the time. Look, my, my, my brother is what you guys would call a fag. However, to him, he's a, to us, he's a homosexual. We have no problem with him. But if you guys just do us a favor, could you guys just leave him alone for a second? Because you're really messing with his psyche, man. And seriously, I, you know what? I do not want to have to call Mr. Goldstein again, okay? So if you guys don't mind, please just... Leave him alone for a minute. Just let him have his time, okay? Because I'm really getting sick of the long-distance phone calls, all right? You guys want me to sing my fucking phone bell? I'll fucking do it. <laughs> Fuck off. Be very, very quiet. They're hunting for faggots. Uh, this, uh, this is what's real? Oh, uh, is one of Phelps there? Uh, no? Fuck. Damn, what's that? How do I do this stuff? Whatever. Okay. Oh, my boys have been calling you. This is Daddy Johnson. It, it, not not exactly, but Daddy—that's what they call. But you guys really need to lay off. My, my boys are good boys, not like you fucks. You know, fuck it. I'm gonna give him a prepaid phone. He can call you all he wants. Your mailbox is almost full. Oh yes, hi. This is President George Bush. <laughs> now I know my fucking party always has a stance against bad people. But look, I just got to say, a lot of people are pissed off at me. <laughs> they think I did the war and the hurricane. Apparently, I can make weather happen. Apparently, people think I was the response for Hurricane Katrina. 
So look, I'm just gonna go out of limb there, and I'm just gonna say, if you guys don't mind, I'm gonna go ahead and separate myself from your guys' practices, just to kind of, you know, the people, you know, back on my side. So, push out. <laughs> Hi, this is Barack Obama, and I just want to say thank you so much for taking so much attention off of me. Thank you. <laughs> I guess, hi, this is Doug Pork, and you guys are fucking idiots, and I think everybody should be married, and everybody should have equal rights, so you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yes, hi, this is Santa Claus. Now, I know you guys all think I'm fake, and that's what you tell your children at seven years old, so you don't want to buy them presents, but you know what the truth is, matter is? I just skip over your guys' houses. See, the thing is, I'm real. I give presents to good boys and naughty boys, and good girls and naughty girls. You guys are doing really bad things. So none of you guys are going to get presents again unless you shape up. And I'm going to call the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, and all of them. They're going to stop coming. It's going to be a revolt. So just knock it off, and I'll start giving you guys your presents. Oh, yes, hi. This is Clintor from the Proverb Andromeda section. I just want to check, you're receiving this message now, but it's 6,000 years in the future of your time. I just want to let you guys know that it turns out God didn't really care if people were fags. Yeah, it turns out he came to Earth. He was kind of cool with it. So, you guys could just knock it off. You guys are really clogging our airways with all your really mean stuff. So... Please stop. Guten <laughs> Tag. This is actually Hitler. Uh, Satan told me he called you. He's touching me right now. He's making me call you, telling me that. And he says it's probably going to really piss you off. And that he wants to remind you about Jersey. He knows it's going to piss you off. Oh, no! Put them down! It! <laughs> Hey, fuck face, have you seen Gracie? this is Halloween color! I really think people should have equal rights! I love my little water! So I don't know why you guys have to be so oppressive! Anyway! Good talking to you. I don't know how you got over there, but good talking to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I just stop. Okay, now that was on hell. Susan! Susan, I need another word more about this people on the phone. Oh, dude! Yes, I think the number finally picked up. Well, what are you gonna say? I don't know. I've been trying for 26 years. I've got nothing. Well, you gotta say something. You're on the voicemail. guys really don't know what you're talking about. Really? 26 years, that's what you're going to say? Oh, go piss off, woman. Look, they think God hates fags, and they can't let them get legally married, but they don't realize that marriage is horrible. Why didn't they get married to you? This is horrible. I should have died 25 years ago. I'm just having a fucking death. If they don't get married, I'll be fucking miserable. Yes, this is an Easter buddy. Um, I just got a call from Santa. Um, we, we discuss it. I'm going to visit you. But, um, trust me, you ain't chocolate. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta get my fucking voice. Okay. <laughs> yes, hi. This is the Tooth Fairy. See, the thing is, when they said Tooth Fairy, they didn't say fairy with wings. They said Fairy Fairy. 
The thing is, if you guys trusted me to come in your children's homes, get into bed with them and take their teeth and leave them money. Why is that all of a sudden not okay with you guys? For hundreds of years, that was okay. And now it's not okay? I don't like this. You guys are really starting to stress me out. So make up your minds. Is it okay or not? Because honestly, God hates facts. It's not cool. Okay? I just want to do my job. Hi, this is Mel Gibson. I'm interested in making a movie about the God hates facts people. I think this whole fag academic thing is just grossly overrated and not true at all. And, you know, I just think it might just be something made up by the Jews. Yeah, because, you know, they tend to screw everything up. Yeah, my sugar tit of an assistant gave me your number. If you guys could just give me a call back, I'd really love to make a movie about you guys. Thanks. Hello? This is Gandhi. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to call. I know I've been a peaceful dude all my life. God's letting me use a cell. But I just got to say, you guys are pricks. Seriously. Get laid or something. Uh, hello. Um, uh, this is Jesus Christ. Um, my dad's pissed. <laughs> you guys really need to stop. He, he goes on the websites and everything. And he, he likes the podcast. He likes all that stuff. But then he sees your shit. And this whole God hates fags things. Every time he sees it, he makes me go down to earth. And I have to go to Kansas City. And then I burn your fields. And then I make Fred Phelps less of a man. And then he wants Subway. I don't know why Subway. So if you mind, cut the shit out. Christ out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you know what? You can just blow me at it. Oh, guys! Josh, died. They fucking answered! What? I got, I got the fucking voicemail. Come on, what are you gonna do? What's up? What's up? What's up? Megan Phelps, I love you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Come on, come on, do that. Come on, say something, Josh. Come on, come on. Don't just stay on the fucking phone. Say something, man. The fuck out! Come on. They're not in a relationship. I promise. I know they fight like they're married, but they're not in a relationship. If it pisses you off, though, we are. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm their love child. Yes, I'm holding his balls right now. I'm licking him right as we speak. I'm licking him. I'm licking him. Do you like it? Those are my balls. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm licking him. I'm licking him. Do you like it? Dad, okay. <laughs> so, on that note, thank you so much. <laughs> and we'll see you next month, or several months, since this one's going to be a several-parter. Yes. And we'll see you again on Nowhere, California. Peace out. Peace, love. Mother Dragon to you all, I love you.